The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. I didn't even know I was not on live. I hope you heard me through all that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I guess that's what the private chats were about, right? That's right. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wow. Really good. That's the clearest I've ever heard you for, on a connection. I've talked to a lot of people in Australia, and generally, uh, connections are pretty good. But we've had some difficulties, you and I, when, when we connected. You you upgrade your system system over there or something? Uh, yeah, I did. I got better. I got better. Um, I got better internet service. Cool. Well, how are you? Uh, what's going on in your world, Matt? Really good, man. Really good. Um, oh, it was crazy last weekend. We had some crazy water through here, but um, uh, like so much flooding uh, around the area. But um, w we were away for the weekend and came back and um. My dad's Martin guitar, um, it's an electric guitar that he bought with uh, back in the very early 60s. Um, that got a little bit wet, but it's okay. And um, that was my main concern. Yeah, what, what would happen? Would, would warp if it got really wet? Well, because it's really old. It's super old. So I don't know if you can see. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, it's wow. A, very cool. It's an, 
It's an F55. So that didn't make many of them because it's a Martin electric. Ah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I didn't realize it was an electric. When you said Martin, I thought I would just immediately thought acoustic. It's so cool. My dad bought it um, so, wow. so many years ago and he got that sent over from the States. They weren't selling it in Australia. I don't and, know um, anybody who's got a Martin electric. Man, there aren't many of them. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a funky guitar. He used to play a lot of Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson on it. Yeah. We don't hear a lot about Australia in the news, but what we hear about is always horrific. Um, <laughs> so the other day, I think it was last night or the other night, where I heard about some big storms that were that way and, and bridges washing out and all that kind of stuff. Did that yeah. affect you directly other than the guitar getting flooded and all uh, that kind of well, stuff? Well, I want to convert it into inches. We got uh, 30, 14, 15 and a half inches of rain in a day. Wow. Wow. That's a lot that's a lot of rain for us because yeah. um we, we it's it seems to like rain rain here usually comes from the mountains and we get a storm come through or it comes from the ocean, it comes through but this low. It just sat there and um uh it just kept pouring rain on us. <laughs> so I follow you on on Facebook and when I hear about uh, I'm on Twitter and I see Australia has fallen trending on twitter and then i see you out there playing gigs and i'm, I'm like what's going what's what's really going on <laughs> what's, what's the truth about what what the situation is in australia because we hear i'm telling you on twitter it trending australia has fallen and, and yeah. on the same day i don't see you posting pictures on your facebook of playing a gig like countries that fall don't generally have live entertainment <laughs> Yeah, there's none of that going on. There's, it's it's kind of, I mean, we've been pretty lucky with uh, the pandemic. We've been really lucky here. Um, uh, we've uh, we were going to relax our mask rules uh, just last weekend, so we've been wearing masks for for a fair while. But our numbers were slow, um, and our hospitals could cope with it. It's all that change, you know. All that change and for such a long period of time, um, Melbourne and Sydney, I'm in Brisbane, so Melbourne and Sydney are southern cities and Brisbane is almost just a little bit more than halfway up the country, uh, but most of the population is the bottom third of the country. So uh, Melbourne and Sydney, they had a lot of lockdowns and they're really populated um, and people were just tired of it and, you know, a lot of that stuff was just, in my eyes, it was just noise and tantrums because uh, people will misbehave or um, they'll uh, demonstrate that they're angry or not happy. And um, that'll come out in all sorts of ways when people are frustrated and angry, I guess. Yeah. But I've been playing gigs uh, through it. Um, I've had a couple cancelled and I say to the, because the agent books my covers gigs for me, I'm really lucky. Um, and I say, man, that's cool. You know, don't worry about it. It's all good. Because um, that was stressed out because uh, they've got a lot of musos that only do music and I do have a day day job as well. So I'm pretty lucky that way. And I just, yeah, said, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. It'll, it'll come good. And, um, and and what, you're, are you performing as a duo now? Is that what you're doing mostly, duos? Uh, just you and my, another guy? Uh, I mean, for volume, for volume of work and to keep... Uh, to keep getting better and to keep to keep my chops up, I guess, so to speak, um, I do a lot of solo stuff. Um, oh, and yes, yeah, solo, uh, but I don't use a backing track or anything like that. I try and keep it interesting. I play a lot of, a lot of eighties dance music, um, 
uh, I think that's, you know, that's the most fun. Horn cool. notes, stuff like that, stuff that grooves. Um, uh, it's nothing probably different to what you guys would do over there, I'd imagine, in a cover scene. But um, Footloose, Jesse's Girl, stuff like you that. Get, <laughs> you get all kinds here with, with, with the, uh, you know, especially with doing this these solo thing. It could be, it can range from just somebody with a simple, like, drum beat or something on a loop or something like that, or a looper to somebody with full-blown orchestra tracks to, you know, a complete, you know, backing, uh, you know, 48-piece orchestra behind them in tracks and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it can be all of that stuff. But it's very rare that you see somebody just out there with an acoustic guitar, no looper, no backing tracks at all. I do some shows like that, but, I, you know, I wouldn't pay to see me. But... but <laughs> It's it's not a, it's not a very uh, common thing. Not that many people are just doing it that way. Most people choose either backing tracks or going out with duos or. My um my main thing is bass. I really enjoy playing bass. So I, I feel like I'm limitless when I play bass. Every idea I have, I can execute. And so I just feel like a, that instrument is part of me, and um I try to play as much bass on the guitar as I can while I'm playing the guitar at the same time, so I can feel. A, Watch what I'm doing. That's super funky. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I mean, I've seen you play. Oh, sorry, you, uh, mate. What's happening there? What? Um, are you locked up? Or am, am I locked up? Can you hear me? Hello. No. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, sorry about that. All right. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, oh, you, I yeah, can hear you. you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyway, we could hear each other. Sorry uh, about that. No, it's not a problem. Yeah. It, it tech, tech stuff happens. We're, we're, what, I don't know how many thousands of miles away. Um, so, yeah, so this you have a new single out just out today. Do I have that right? Or is it tomorrow? Is <laughs> yesterday? What? It's coming out. It's coming. Well, it's being released on uh, streaming services on the 19th um, of March. It's called The Light, but it's available on Bandcamp at the moment, actually. Of um, jump the gun a little. Yeah, I have it. I have the uh, link you sent me. Should I play it? You want to play it? Or uh, do you want me? I, I can I can play it for you, or you can play the track. Um, what would you want to do? What do you mean when you when you say play it for me? Play it on acoustic guitar. I can play it on that Martin guitar for you. Oh wow, cool! Yeah, that would be cool. You want to hear that? Yeah. yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, and cool. set up when and when we, when we do when you're ready, I'll pull me out and we'll just see you in the. Uh, yeah, cool. Give me two seconds and I'll. Um, yeah, no. I guess what happens is when I move around a little bit, um, you might get some picture and audio lag. So I'll try and not move around too much. Mm -hmm. Are you playing around? Are you playing Matt? Uh, not that not that much. Like like once a week. Can you hear that okay? I can. I'm looking at my settings because I want to take all the compression off. The streaming services, they put this weird compression on on music stuff. Let me see if I do turn that off. What I might do is, because last time I played for you, you wanted to see my right hand. I think I'll just do that a little bit and I'll step back a bit. Just, yeah, I think that that works. So, uh, do we need to um, do we need to set this up at all, or do, 
You're just going to stop playing. You want me to just put myself out? Uh, yeah, this is just The Light. This song is called The Light. And uh, I wrote this song um, when I was in my early 40s. I guess I was going through some type of a midlife crisis then. And uh, it was meant to be a, like a positive spin on a way through a, a, a darkness, I guess. So this is The Light. And no broken leg can keep us in the dark. There's something that will ease my worried mind. I know we can make it. I know it. Weary from your time on the road, and you feel like you're an overload. Ooh, I sympathize. I know we're gonna make it Concentration slipping over time Find myself in doubt There's a picture that I keep inside my head Brings me through the shadows I know it The future always looks so bright Eyes an innocent child, and the light is the feeling of my love, and the right understanding leads to the light. Oh, leads to the light, leads to the light. I know we're gonna make it. Rage is the heavy fuel for any man There's too much hurt involved but There's always time to find a better plan Just like Tyson, I know it Trying to fight the world on his toes And it's just to beat the shadows in his head the light is the feeling of my love And the right understanding leads to the light Leads to the light Cause the best that I can do is start over again When push has turned to show
good was that? How do I get back in there? How do I get back in there? Oh, nope, nope, nope. Pressing <laughs> all kinds of buttons here trying to get back in. That was very cool, man. I think the yeah. sound was pretty good for the most part there. I'm, you know, these streaming services suck for doing this. Man, it but, might uh, have been, a, it might have been a little, a little hot um, in some part, parts with my voice. I'm sorry about that. I try to keep it all the same level, but I get excited. I think better too hot than too low with these compression stuff because sometimes it'll, it just kills the sound. But yeah, I'm going to try to put together a video that explains um the best way to get the best results with this stuff using ins and outs of your computer using the settings on these streaming services that will eliminate or minimize that compression stuff that really messes with people's sound well then, i don't know i've got it going through um my c414 um akg mic and uh into my laptop and then i'm using the video through my phone because it's better than the the webcam on the laptop. You're using the video from your phone. For, okay. Is it an iPhone or a Galaxy? What is it? It's an iPhone, yeah. Because if I switch it to the uh, to the Mac, it's just really dark. Right. But it's not getting any, is it, or is it getting any of the uh, microphone from the phone as well when it takes the video feed, or you don't know? No, no, the mic's off. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, no, it sounded pretty good. Pretty good, I think. As good as it can get with uh, with these, you know. Yeah. Audio quality is always a problem with with these things. There is a um, there's a service now where you can do this like uh, remote colla collaboration. I don't know from here to like to Australia, like being in a studio session. You know, studio quality, in sync, collaboration. So I could be playing my tracks here on a. Uh, Logic or uh, Pro Tools, and you could be laying down a vocal uh, there live. Yeah. So in oh, that that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, I um that that tune, the light. Can you hear me? Okay, now. Yeah, yeah. That tune, the light. That was uh, I recorded that in this garage, um, just like I'm standing here now. Wow. And then I sent that track to the producer. And he sent it back to me finished. <laughs> so what did you use? What uh what DAW? Yeah, logic. 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 Yeah. You're an Apple guy. You are getting that twice, aren't you? The audio. Yeah. Well mm. that's what I you know, that's what I use too. I mean, basically Logic Pro is is the way to go in my it's it's Yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, but that, that song, I got the lyrics of, you want to talk about it at all or no? And why, you know, if, if it's written uh, a while back, why, why is it coming out now? Is there a reason about that behind that? Um, just cash. I've haven't had the cash to get them produced. <laughs> I've got, I've got another 12. Um, so I've got an album done, but it costs money to get them to, you know, the standard that I, I, I want to put them on and release them. So I'm really excited. I hear that. Well, good for you. I know. I wish you a lot of success with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I wrote that song after I worked out a way through because I was, I hadn't really run into a dead end since I was like 14 in terms of what to do or how to approach things. And just things were coming at me telling me I was doing stuff wrong, but I was trying my hardest. So, like, what? So, I, and there was nothing inside me, you know, that could go, 
that I could say, oh, this is the way through that because everything I was trying was wrong. I'd just outgrown my uh, my behavior, I guess. And I wasn't misbehaving or anything. It's just that people were demanding more of me as I grew older and I didn't know how to try harder than I was because I was already trying my hardest. And I guess I use a metaphor like you're trying to climb up a mountain, but you're already at the top of it. So you just look like a fool just trying to climb up it, <laughs> you know. So yeah. you just got to try less. I think I had to try less and uh, and just have a little bit of faith in something, you know. Is that zoomed in enough so people can see it, I wonder? No, yes. That doesn't make it. Let me see if I can make it just a little bit bigger. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe you should get we should get you on Zin's show, uh, live stream of uh, live stream of consciousness of our buddy Mike Zin. Well, you know, it's... I, I screwed up today, pretty really big, really big. Um, <laughs> What'd you do? You were in the right green room, and then I sent you a link. We were we're in the actually in the wrong show uh, bucket, so right. we're actually. The link to the show you were supposed to be on this morning show is on YouTube there with no with people maybe sitting there watching a blank screen saying, when is this thing going to start? And we are in the tonight show. <laughs> I figured it might have been. Yeah. yeah, that's why I, that's why I sent you that Facebook message going. Uh, this is the name of this thing that I'm in. But, uh, and then you sent me the other link, which was super cool. I'm I'm not in the light right now. I'll tell you that much. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> my life changed about a week and a half ago. Two weeks ago, I had a comedian on, and uh, he was a um, calls himself the Edible King. He he has a cooking show where he cooks THC into food, and I said that stuff never you know worked for me. And he said he would send me a care package, and he did. And I was like, wow, this stuff is, like, really, it, it's really good. It's, it makes me be very creative and stay up all night, work hard on stuff. And then uh, th I, that was manageable up until last night. Um, there, it, one of the things he sent me was this thing. It's called the uh, Power Crunch or Power power Bar or something like that, Power Up. And... Um, Obviously, I, I shouldn't have eaten the whole thing. It was very, very powerful. And, it, <laughs> and so I haven't had a moment's night's sleep, and it was like a, a hallucinogenic uh, trip uh, to be up all night on this stuff, overpowered by, um, I guess, an overdose of <laughs> cannabis. THC, yeah. Well, I've, I wouldn't know what that feels like. I... <laughs> yeah, I know that. But... Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have until oh, this kind of stuff. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known until ten days ago. So they've like scientifically modified that to make it stronger or to to make it. No, it was a the thing. <laughs> this is not the show you expected to be on this morning, is it? This thing is called Punch Bar. That's what it's called. It's it's and it's just like a, a chocolate bar but it's that big and that thick and i guess yeah. you're only supposed to eat like a little piece of it uh because it's just it too delicious like overwhelming no because there are gummies i've been eating and those and those are fine manageable it's nice you can 
create and stuff. You can function. You can live your life. Uh, mm. But this thing, if you eat, the, it, it, no, nowhere on this does it say don't eat the whole thing. Just eat a little piece anywhere. But I, I can guarantee you, you're not supposed to eat the whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah so i got the lyrics up here in case anybody can we see these yeah so i we can get through them if you like if we want yeah, to that's, that's sure, yeah that's... It's, it's like so the start of the tune is just laying it down we're gonna we can work it out there aren't no broken light is gonna keep us in the dark so that's obviously a metaphor you know for the light so that's just setting this what the song's up about and something that will ease my worried mind is that i know that we're gonna make it so it's really just taking taking your foot off the gas and going, look, everything's going to be fine. You know? And, but then, then um, the next line is about, cause I'm traveling rip on the road. I've done about a million kilometers for my day job work. So um, that's another way of saying we all work really hard. And, um, you know, I can sympathize with, with that because we're all trying our hardest. So that's weary from your time on that's my or someone's job. And you feel like you're in overload cause you just, overwhelmed and working super hard and that was kind of before the pandemic and a lot of people have taken their foot off the gas now and they're, they're going well, why would i bother working so hard for um why was i working so hard in the first place <laughs> so that's interesting there's a huge resignation happening and um yeah. people are stopping doing what they used to do and there's a lot of unskilled people doing jobs that are meant to be skilled and yeah there's a lot of movement uh, it's like they've shut you know they've, they've shaken shaken the pan up and Got, got things moving now but when i wrote that it was just i just felt like i was working way too hard all the time but i was doing four gigs a week and had a day job and had two kids at the same time so i probably was a bit burnt out and then uh the next verse concentration is slipping over time and i find myself in a little bit of doubt um so yeah that's that's just trying to express what that darkness felt like that, that i was in uh, and the picture that I keep inside my head that brings me through the shadows is actually a picture I keep beside my bed. And it's a picture of me when I'm uh, like four or five. Um, and I, when I was saying before that I didn't know anything inside me to get to get through that dark place that I had, um, I, I did a lot of research, did some reading, read a lot of articles, listened to a lot of podcasts, downloaded some apps. And I found uh, the Eightfold Path to Enlightenment really useful, which is a, which is a Buddhist teaching. And the first, uh, and the first step, I guess, in the eightfold path or the eight-step path is the right understanding. And behind that, that means that there is suffering in life, and you're just going to have to accept that. You can't have life without suffering, and you just got to know that that will pass. The suffering will pass, and the good times will pass, and then the suffering will pass, and then the good times will pass. And <laughs> you can't be addicted to good times and just wish you always had them. I think. That's what the right understanding is, and that really helped me. Um, and I had I was trying, I was struggling with a way to love myself, I guess, if I can say that without being too sappy. Um, I really didn't like myself, and I was trying as hard as I possibly could to make things work for everybody that I loved and at my job, and it wasn't working out. And then I worked out what I was doing wrong, and then I was blaming myself for it and berating myself for it. And I found there was no self love, so. Um, in one of those Buddhist meditations um, that I downloaded, they said, they said, do that. They said, get a picture of yourself, put it beside your bed and love that person. And it's how it's really easy, you know, to love a child. And then at the end of while you're giving appreciation for, for the person in that photo, you realize that it's you and 
that's a tricky way to, to start loving yourself, isn't it? You don't have to love this mess. You can love that baby child. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so that's what that means. And then the light is the feeling of love. The right understanding leads to the light. Uh, and the next line um, talks about rage being heavy fuel for any man. There's too much hurt involved. And there's always time to find a better plan, just like Tyson. So I thought it was really interesting, you know, that he came to a point in his life, obviously, where things weren't working for him and he made some huge changes. And I watched uh, an interview with him um, and he suggested that the reason why he started to make a change or how he could make that change, it wasn't through the way that I came to, to make my changes. Um, he, um, it was toad poison. I think that he had it and he came back also different persons. Um, and he was, he was trained, trained oh, I, from through my eyes, you know, he, he was a killing machine <laughs> and um, yeah. an excellent fighter, excellent fighter. I, I, I did some boxing training in my younger years and he's a you know, phenomenal fighter, but um, had that rage in him, you know, and it's, it's heavy, it's heavy fuel to carry around. And there's always time to find it. If, like, if he can do it, anyone can. Um, trying to fight the world on his toes just to beat the shadows in his head. I just think that's a, a nice couple of lines just to put that verse to bed. And then, of course, the um, the chorus again. Uh, yeah, and then the, the bridge opens it up and they go, well, the best you can do is just start again. When push turns to shove, there's nothing really going to go to plan anyway. You've just got to believe in something. So that's that's what that song's about. Um, <laughs> It's pretty in-depth analysis, but... Yeah, it leans into Funkin' Disco Groove's design to bring the mood up and elevate your emotions. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, because it's got that... It's really disco-y, and um, it's like a... I do say it's like a cup of coffee for your soul tune. Yeah. Um, so the, Tyson is an interesting guy, isn't he, man? Um, that whole... He, I think yeah. you're right. I think what made him great was this whole unstoppable you know made him the kind of guy who could bite somebody's ear off that's you, and just you, you gotta, that's rage that's fire yeah but yeah at some point when he found religion in prison i guess uh wherever he found it um he lost that but then he went back to fighting after saying you know he, he could never be that guy full of rage again what, what do you think about that uh and I don't, I you know, I think he's supposed to fight one of those YouTube guys or something like that. But what, what do you, what do you think about him being able to fight after he's made that change to a guy who, who denounces rage? <laughs> the thing uh, that he yeah. depends on, right? Well, you, yeah, I, I don't know how that's how that would go for him, but I certainly, I appreciate that. You know, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot because um, he he's in the ring as himself and he's doing it for his own reasons and on his own terms. Cause I wonder, and I'll probably hypothesize too much, but I, I wonder that when he was young and he was being trained, he might've been, um, you know, uh, influenced or, um, manipulated into being other than, ethical person you know yeah no. so while he's 
he's uh, an amazing athlete and he had amazing focus and he had all those things when he was young and when he was training and you could see him when you know in the footage when he's skipping he's just dead focused and super fit yeah he's been training every second it would have to have been and then yeah to say well i'm I'm doing that wrong i'm going to do it for these reasons i'm not going to use hate to fuel me i'll use just that focus um but then he can achieve other things instead of boxing people he can achieve other things with his focus and so this song basically is a, a mental health song, right? That wouldn't say so. Man, they all are. All of my songs are mental health songs because that's yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I, I'm, so um and you have an album of this stuff, but basically uh, this this is the kind of stuff that is this therapy for you writing, you know, this kind of stuff does it keep you balanced? What why um well, is this the stuff that you write about most often well it does seem like that way (laughs) when i when when i write a guitar part you're like i write the guitar part first like that's a cool groove what do i want to say and you could write anything you could write a song about anything but you need to be passionate about it because you've got to deliver the vocal every time you want to play the song so um i think yeah in terms of like uh I do a lot of thinking and I guess in those areas of, of self-development and self, self, um, self-help. And um, I don't think I know more than anyone else knows. Uh, I wouldn't write a book, but I can write a three-minute, 30 song about it, you know. And um, if someone wants to listen to the song just for the guitar part, they can. If they want to listen to it for the melody, they can and they can dance to it. But um, not everybody's going to get an analysis from the songwriter to work out what it's actually about. And maybe other people will come to the tune in their own way and get their own meaning from it. And it might help them through something that they're going through. That would be my, that would be my hope for That's the music. Usually pretty, uh, it's a pretty amazing thing. I remember back in the day of MySpace, uh, I found uh, my lyrics on some young girl's site <laughs> on her That's page, so cool. and it was, a, a, I guess, a breakup song to her boyfriend. The song was called "I Don't Want to I Don't Want to See You Anymore." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, and and so and then I, I contacted. Her, I said, "Those are my lyrics," and and she said, "Well, can I use them?" I said, "Yeah." Def- to me, that was a, the most flattering thing that ever happened to me in forty five so she- years. Of- writing songs <laughs> she, and yeah and this is a girl that on on the internet that you know yeah, it's not no, like yeah, yeah. ron sexsmith yeah. is using your lyrics it's like and you still get a huge kick out of it right because you're making that connection and that's what yeah. art is isn't it yeah if you can just it doesn't matter if you're on the same plane or not yeah. you know what i mean if you're not exactly think, thinking the same thing if someone else is coming into that that space or that moment that three minute moment and they're feeling something in that moment you've created, uh, I, I would be honored that people would, you know, spend some time in the song and. Yeah. Um, the, the last time I talked to you, either just rock way, out to it or. Uh, the last time I talked to you was way before uh, Get Back came out. And Get, Get yeah. Back was, was a very cool um, thing for, I think most musicians would find that. Um, it's insightful into the process of how McCartney kind of McCartney especially, but him and Lennon and to some extent uh, Harrison too, uh, kind of just 
pulled the parts out of the ether. Like they had the the you know a rhythm or or, or a groove going on and or something. But you know just okay, a phrase that sounds right in this spot, and we'll build a, a song around it, and a line would just come to him. <laughs> okay, write that yeah. down. That Just watching that process, to me, was just like, it was amazing. Did you, uh, what, did you watch this series? And <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I should have I loved it. Word. Yeah, of course. I, I, I signed up to Disney just to watch that, and then I ditched the subscription because I don't watch a lot of TV. But, um... Yeah, I definitely watched Get Back, and it was amazing. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I yeah. I, I don't have TV either, and I, I signed up for it on the internet just to watch Paramount Plus or something, whatever, or Disney Plus, whatever it was that it, Disney, yeah. it was on. Yeah, I signed up for it just to watch that. And then after it was done, I canceled my subscription. But uh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, and I really think... Go ahead. Like, on, on the, on you know, that cultural revolution that, that happened in the late 60s and then it kind of it followed into the 70s and there's always been something that's pushed culturally forward and the music has changed and I think I'll just skip skip to David Bowie for a second because he he was alive for long you know he was an artist for a lot longer than the Beatles were but he would tell people what was about to happen through the music and they go, yeah, that's happening now. You're right. You know, and it, it was just in front of the curve the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah. And the Beatles were in that late sixties. They were so prolific as recording artists. And, you know, you hear that they, because they didn't like to um, play live anymore because they couldn't hear themselves over the screaming, which is phenomenal. It would have been amazing to be a band like the Beatles or Hendrix or Cream or the Stones in that time, it, England was just a sponge for African-American music and, and just getting it and plugging it into a, to an amplifier and, and singing it back at them, not trying to change it at all, but interpreting their own way. And that was exciting to me. And that just launched a whole, the whole guitar thing, didn't it really? Yeah, yeah. Anyone could pick up a guitar. Like, cause if John Lennon and Paul McCartney could write songs, Right. Anyone could write songs because before that, it was just guys that would start at nine and finish at five in the studios, and they get paid to write songs. Yeah. So, but with the light now, you you were talking about you you start, but that guitar riff came to you first, and then so it, is your process similar to like what McCartney was kind of doing? Is just kind of just playing it over and over and over and saying what comes to you and like write that phrase down, or or do you kind of? Because I am much more methodical and think, what story am I trying to tell? And I sit down and like kind of think of it in advance. Like, where am I going with this? What, what's your process? My process is to grab anything that excites me and record it or write it down. And that could it could be that, could be that, or it could be a line, or it could be a poem that I've written. Um, and then I move those moving parts around and I might be driving by the, past the river or you find when your mind clicks over from being in the present to being in a different space, you know, and that could happen to me anywhere. It could happen to me while I'm asleep or it could happen to me while I'm driving my car or talking to my kids or usually when I'm feeling something emotional. And then 
that feeling comes over you and then the creativity starts to happen and then you just open yourself up to it and then you put those parts together and try and explain what that emotion is. So I've got heaps of lyrics and I've got heaps of chord progressions and I just wait for them to come together. If I try to force it, I'm just going to write a song like any other. But I've got a song called Wolves in the Hills that that is finished, but I won't release until another six months, I guess. And that's a great tune. I've got a song called Expectation. I don't know if you guys had that music over there, but um, back in that early 80s, there was this, like, the church, there's an Australian band. They're all Australian bands. It was all heroin-infused music, and it was all, like, flat. And it was there was groove in it. And I've got one of those songs called Expectations. And, yeah, so I've, I've heaps of different types of songs. The Lights of Disco number. I've got a rock blues number. And they're all finished <laughs> and with another eight or nine to come behind it. But um, And on this computer that I'm looking at you through, I've got um, in Logic, I've got eight files. You know, one of the tracks goes, um, it's like a, um, a Led Zeppelin thing. Then it goes into some strings and then it finishes with just a heartbeat. It's like, you know, a little bit different. And um, I'm just really excited to bring all that. Right. And the, the idea is, you know, people might hear the music and that might identify with it. And then they go into a little bit of back catalogue. And then next year I'll have a little bit more back catalogue. And year after that, I have a little bit more back catalogue. And just try and be uh, bring out quality music and be and have it be awesome. You know, m- the, my best work. And yeah. people get excited organically about it because I'm, that's the only hope, really. You can't market it, um, you know, in the hope that you, the idea would be to play original shows, you know, have people come to those and listen to the music. That would be cool. You know what? I, I Well, I'm a lot older, but I settled long ago for being able to do um, shows that have like 20% original music just flipping a couple here and there in in you know in four hours maybe play um maybe maybe play 20 minutes of original music in in a four-hour set (laughs) yeah that's what i do and i'm I'm satisfied with that (laughs) i've got a gig coming up on the 19th of march that i've i've got three three musicians together my brother who's a great guitar player and songwriter He'll do a set and a guy by the name of Jacob Vincent, he's like uh, Australian country music storyteller and he'll have a lap steel player and a bass player and he plays guitar. And then I'll have a three piece band um, on after that playing my tunes and we've sold 30% of that gig. So having said that, the venue was underwater yesterday. They were, um, they had about, yeah, they were knee deep in water, but there looks like they'll be up and running before the 19th, which is good. <laughs> So you don't really have seasons there, right? You it's pretty much summer all year round where you are. Am I wrong about that or not? In in Brisbane we might have two weeks of nineteen degrees Celsius. Um uh, and that's, uh, I guess that would be like forty nine here, forty nine Fahrenheit. What would we say? Um like in the really hot for us would be thirty eight degrees and really cold for us would be eighteen degrees. Um, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, um, yeah. but uh, you don't really it, have sev- you don't have severe winters. <laughs> the sun's the sun's always out. In in the winter, it's a blue sky with no clouds. Yeah, um, yeah but it can be chilly with a bit of wind. But 
uh, our chili is not anyone else's cold. <laughs> so that's um, from an artistic standpoint. <laughs> does that influence you? Because uh, I would, you know, it's um, when you're living in paradise. I would think everything I written would have a happy edge to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. You've got to be grateful, but it's funny, isn't it? Because you've only got what you know to compare it to, and what really gets me down is the shorter days through the winter. You know, I hate. I don't like the short days. I don't like when you're getting up, it's dark, and when you're getting home, it's dark. Um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. So I have written a song about that, where a guy just, you know, the short days. He hates him. He's going through old flames on his phone trying to find someone to connect with because he's lonely and it's dark all the time. So, so that's not me. But, um, yeah, I'm happily married. But, uh, yeah, the, sh- the short days, I don't like those. Um, but the weather's really good. Um, do, uh, do you get filled with anxiety with what's going on in the world? Because, you know, I'm not asking you to, to uh, you know, give political opinions here on anything. No, you're and, right. and you you're can right. if you want to, And but I'm not asking for that. I've heard your show. <laughs> yeah. So what, what goes on here, um, what's going on in the world with and everything seems to be out of control and like the possibility of, I don't know, nuclear weapons or whatever. Uh, do you get anxious? Because this keeps me up at night thinking like, you know, it would be one thing if I get vaporized like that, but I don't want to be around for a long, <laughs> long, prolonged world war. You, does this keep you up at night? Does it uh, get into your thoughts at all? Um, that's a really good question. And <laughs> I think for me, um, I mean, what can you do? I was driving my car. I, I go for I go swimming in the morning with my two kids. We go to the pool and we do a kilometre and we come home and I cook on brekkie. On the way to the pool, uh, just around Christmas time, I was driving past uh, what we would say a Woolworths is, which is like a supermarket. There was a guy coming out of there and he had uh, white hair on his head barely but around his face and he had hair on his shoulders and he's wearing a white T-shirt with, with, uh, with shorts on and his arms were really long but he was really short and he was very hairy and he looked just like a monkey. And I had a double take. And I said to the kids, we're all just monkeys wearing clothes. Uh, and the, the fact that we can count past 10 is, is a miracle. Um, you know, we're really smart as an animal, right? Whether, whether you're religious and we were born from uh, like a God or Adam and Eve, or we, we, we were, we were, there was evolution. We're still, an amazing animal. There's no denying we're an animal. And, um, you know, we have the part of our brain that gets scared and tries to defend itself. And it's hard to make sense of electricity or a global community or the internet. It's hard to make sense of that because the back of our brain doesn't understand that. It understands food, recreation, procreation, shelter that's what love that's what it understands doesn't understand all these concepts that we've had to live with now so um it sounds like chaos but i trust in the planet you know whenever i feel and i wrote a song called how it feels which is on spotify and itunes at the moment and it talks about uh, on the west coast of africa there's the namibia desert 
there's like a hundred miles of desert and then all of a sudden bang it's ocean you know and that blows my mind <laughs> it's like how can you have a hundred miles that uh, the planet teaches me so much and the planet's so beautiful right and it's so humble about it it's like here i am <laughs> it's like yeah it, you're pretty kick-ass <laughs> so um that's where i get my um you know that's why that's why i'm not anxious because i know that if everything falls to shit so to speak um and you know the, the human race starts to uh spiral downwards or you know we, we we come out of uh civilized society like the romans did the planet will do something and be still just amazing so i'm in awe of the planet and i know that vines will grow over this house one day and i won't be here um and other things will get born and live on the planet and i'm cool for that you know that's awesome yeah. so <laughs> i think but if i didn't think that way and i thought that i i i was i really mattered and i you know um that my generation is the most important generation if i thought if if or if i didn't think about it that way i and i knew that i could make a big difference and make things change then i'd feel responsible for making change and making that's things change for the better but uh the the planet is too big i can make change to someone that i see on the road if they need help lifting something up or um my kids you know or anybody to make them feel good about themselves it's an easy thing to do and you can allay someone's concern or you can make them feel good about themselves or if they you know have a good conversation with someone to make them at ease but that's what i can do and i can't stop a nuclear war and if that happens, there will be pain. Um, and then after that pain that, you know, people will hug each other. Just life will go on. It'll just be different. Yeah. I think uh, I, there's no doubt that humanity and the planet will survive all sorts of stuff and adapt. Um, just, I don't want to see the, the, the worst of it. You know, that's the point yeah. that, you know. That's and not and being totally out of control about it. But I get what you what you're saying, and that's a great attitude to have. Good for you. I'm glad you can you can <laughs> do that. Just, to me, in this time and uh, and day and age, it's just like it was one thing after another. Of and I don't, the guy on the, the 700 Club. You guys, you don't get the 700 Club down there, do you? Pat Robertson and that guy, televangelism. Anyway, he came out of retirement to say, you know, th these are the end times again. And they were always predicting the end times. Uh, I think they were all for like 500,000 predictions of the end times. But, you know, all that stuff, it's just constantly, one thing after another lately. You just don't want to see it anymore. It's, that's why yeah. you, know, you just want to turn off. <laughs> yeah oh if and i was saying to my wife just today australia is so small you know it's still a small it's still a small country with not very many people in it it was only 20 it was in the 80s that everybody that we weren't that multicultural we're extremely multicultural now and and the, the social zeitgeist has gotten away from from my generation you know the next generation is totally different and that will just be a logarithmic thing it'll just get so much more different and so much more different and that's great different is great and you know i was young once but um in other countries um there are so many diverse views and 
there are so many groups of people um, with sets of beliefs, you know, and, and political structures that are outside of the mainstream political structure um, that it's confusing for people because you, you can be coming from a religious point of view or a spiritual point of view or a political point of view or you could be just a fringe nut job, so to speak, and you've got you've got a career, you made a career out of it because you've got enough followers that you can monetize that somehow. Yeah. Um, and there's so many of those uh, around the world, but not here in Australia um, because I think we're still small enough to go, no, you're a dickhead, just settle down. <laughs> I got to get to Australia before I die. I definitely do. Um, you want to play another song for us before? Uh, yeah, man, I, hey, can, I be, can. Before you pl play another song, what time is it there? Is it late at night? What's the... <laughs> Um, what time have you got there? Uh, well, it's in the morning, but it's 9.53. Is that what I got? 9.53, yeah. 9.53 uh, in the morning. It's 1.53 here. 1.53 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, good so morning. We're, we're not keeping your wife or kids up, right? No, I'm in the garage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, we're going to play another song for us. I'm going to pull my yeah. out of this thing and solo you out here now what type of song do you want to hear man um you you pick it because you know i i would you know i'm i would prefer the stuff that you do the uh kind of rhythmic stuff you do but that's more for an acoustic that's for an electric so you just pick one well this electric i don't use a pick on this electric guitar because it is like an acoustic guitar so we'll have that yeah that do that <laughs> They've worn their heads by the fires of hell. They got close enough to see all the minor details. There were words floating around in the dark. Memories drifting through the air like the glowing red sparks. Hypnotized by the dance of the flame It's hard to breathe, it's hard to break These four walls around my heart for my sanity's sake Silently she was reaching out he put his hand on her back, all the tension rolled out For all the strength he had They were healing hands It's hard to believe that you're just like me and afraid Of the dark the hideaway place deep inside from the pain in the shame of a heart that he's got a feeling that things are gonna be just fine i've got you back 
and you've got mine. Geese in flight, frozen in time, in the hallway of a childhood home. One broke free and made for the door, pieces shattered and a good sized hole in the wall. It was commonplace every other Thursday night. It is hard to believe that you're just like me and afraid of the dark. It's hideaway place deep inside from the pain in the shade of a heart and he's got a feeling that things are gonna be just fine i've got your back if you've got mine you could show me something that's ordinary Middle of the road is gonna work just fine. I need a steady rhythm in my life. Words are only temporary. Throw caution to the wind. Just step outside. Go on and lean in to that brisk repeal. It is hard to believe that you're just like me and afraid of the dark. It's a hideaway place deep inside from the pain and the shape of a heart. He's got a feeling that things are gonna be just fine. I've got your back if you've got mine. You've got mine. Ooh. Oh, there's a pause there, so cool. Yeah. Right. Wow. Good stuff, man. I I like it very. I'm I'm in the groove. Uh, I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. Well, uh, so what was the name of that one? Is that one gonna be on the uh, forthcoming album? <laughs> that is absolutely brand new. Um, it doesn't have a title yet. Wow. So uh, I think it's called Afraid of the Dark. Well, it is now. It's called Afraid of the Dark, and. Um, the the geese in flight in that song were in the hallway of my home when I was a kid and uh, my dad and my stepmother uh, used to beat each other up when they were drunk and um, I used to think that those geese were trying to fly out and um, someone got thrown up against the wall and one of those geese tried to like he got knocked off the wall and he's trying I was just in my mind I think oh, he's trying to get out <laughs> but he just smashes on the ground that's, that's pretty heavy stuff brother. <laughs> yeah well you know that's i guess 
That's why I'm writing the songs. Yeah. It took me one morning to get my lighting right. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I don't want to keep you up all night, but th- thank you, man. It was very, very uh, entertaining, and uh, I hope people will come out and check out your, your music. I got to get the link. The link I have to Bandcamp is a really long link. I got to uh, shorten it somehow and put it in the de- uh, description because it's, uh, it's like a book. The, the link is really long. <laughs> is it? Um, I t- yeah. Let me share. Let me. I'll, I'll share it in, right here, right now, in a banner. Yeah, that's the that's the whole <laughs> link I had. I guess you can wow. just leave it leave it off here, right? You can, here, here. I can. Oh, that's 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 the that's the light. That's the light link. Well, yeah, Man, I, people so can hear that well, now. Like that is pre-release. Yeah, yeah, you can. I listened to it there already. So, but they can just go. This this is, simplifies things a lot here. Uh, where is it? There you go. So you can just go to DionPowderBand.BandCamp.com and you'll see it listed there. Cool. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. That, and I'll put that in the, that link in the description. Make it nice and easy for people. Uh, so uh, you, you got a show coming up in March 19th. Anything else you want to talk about be, uh, before we let you go? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to come. Are you, are you on Long Island? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to come over there sometime and play gigs. That would be awesome. But Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be cool. Um, and I got to get to Australia before I die. So I, just, I have to. You can um, come stay here with us, man. <laughs> we had uh i my friend michael uh was on monday morning he's a news guy and he's in new uh is it new south wales is that how you say it? new south wales yeah uh, that that on the other side or is that near you new south wales is a state um that's south of us still on the east coast so uh brisbane is in queensland um, oh it's and not queensland... part of australia <laughs> oh yeah we're just different states yeah so cook uh, like a uh, Queensland on the east coast takes up like half of the coastline and then New South Wales takes up maybe a third and then Victoria takes up the other third. Okay. Queensland's a very big state. Australia is a massive island country. It is very, very big. I know. It's about the size of the United States, right? About the continental United States. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's crazy how big it is. Yeah, but I know. Hardly no people, really. Hardly any people. <laughs> And I have another friend there, Angie. She's been on the show a couple of times, and she gets pretty cold winters where she she is. So I think she's on the, let's say, south eastern part of Australia. <laughs> yeah, that could be Victoria or Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. somebody just. I think I just got a, somebody just reached out from from this uh, from this video. So thanks for that. Yeah, someone just reached out to me from the video. So that's pretty cool. Thanks. Very cool. Uh, are you seeing in the comments? There were some comments. Uh... No, I'm not seeing your comments. No, but I could see uh, like some people are reaching out to me on Facebook, which is awesome. Oh, cool. Uh, well, yeah, come back sometime. Uh, and you know, as as you put these songs out one by one, keep coming back and and don't stop putting them out. Don't if you got the ability to, to record them at your house and then just send them off to somebody to mix and master them for you. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man, get to work. Life is short. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right? I I would 
I'll put another four tunes out tomorrow if I had the money. Yeah, we'll just do one at a time, but don't don't stop. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Just no, it. no. I yep. Yeah, I was going to send him another one next week, but oh, I'm going to wait right, next month. Cool. We can afford it. Matt, it's so nice to talk to you, man. You make me feel so comfortable, and it's a pleasure. I can't believe it's been an hour. It's gone so quick. Wow, it hasn't been an hour already. Well, okay, cool, man. I'll let you go. You get some sleep because I know now it's like two o'clock in the morning there, right? I just got to get up and go to work tomorrow, but that's cool. Actually, go swimming with the kids tomorrow. So well, today, sorry, you'll feel like I do right now. But thanks for being here, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Matt. Bye for now. Dion Powder, folks. Dion, uh, Dion let me get the uh, thing. <laughs> Dion Powder Band is that at bandcamp.com. Uh, I want to bring that up one more time. Yeah, Dion Powder Band.bandcamp.com. I'll put the link in the description. Boy, am I uh, in, in need of some cola coffee right about now. I tell you, long night for me. Again, um, you folks know, uh, people who, who have listened to this program should know about my finding <laughs> edibles, these things, the gummies a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the effect they've had on me and putting out some really wacky kind of music and stuff and keeping up and driving a lot of creative energy, some of it wasted energy. I had this one thing that came with it. I had it before. Uh, power crunch or crunch bar or power punch bar or something. <laughs> and it said 225 uh, milligrams of cannabinoids. Apparently, that's a lot. Probably too much for me. So, up all night, creative stuff, um, but didn't get a wink of sleep. And just had, like, the, the most bizarre things going on. And so, and I'm still a little high <laughs> on edibles this morning. And it's still, you know, for the most part, I have to say it was an extremely pleasurable experience. Except for there was like this three minute, three minute section of the night where I was sure I was having a heart attack <laughs> and about to die. Um, I say that laughingly now because it was an irrational thought. Um, I was a little winded, but I, I was winded for whatever. Anyway. Uh, so I was kind of freaking out thinking I was, I was dying in those three minutes. A little weird, <laughs> but for the most part, the last um, I don't know, 14, 15 hours, whatever it's been, have been very um, psychedelic, baby. <laughs> and so, um, I'm writing the book and I'm rewriting, I'm going back to the beginning and rewriting the beginning of the book. And I'm writing the book in my sleep, kind of. But I do everything in my sleep um, because sleep is my, um, I'm, I'm sleeping right now. Uh, sleep is my natural state. So I do a lot in my sleep. So, But I'm writing the book in my sleep because I don't really, really ever sleep. I'm laying there. And um, my wife has this weird alarm thing set up. 
Because she's got two phones. Yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> she's got <laughs> she's got her phone and then she's got her work phone. Yeah, right. And so, but they both set for the same time. Except they're kind of like in surround sound because there's one that's going off with this constant beep, 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 like that forever until somebody turns it off. And then this other one, it, it makes it's got this fading in, fading out, um, Asian garden background psychedelic hippie music makes you want to smoke hash and I don't know. Drink Asian tea. I don't know. But it's, it's like, and it's going off. She gets up and leaves and leaves this on. And I don't know how to shut these things off. And she's gone, you know, she's in the shower or something. She's going to be an hour with this stuff going on. And I have no idea how to shut it off. And I'm trying to lay there and write the book. While I'm hearing the eh, 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 to the left speaker, and then the right speaker, the Asian garden psychedelic tea room, and the edibles just bringing like all these hallucinations in front of me. Very wild night. So yeah. Uh, I am kind of a uh, perma high right now. Good, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's great to see everybody here uh, tomorrow. Uh, speaking of hit coke, <laughs> not in my spare room. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> don't worry, Carl. There's plenty of ro- there'll be plenty of room here pretty soon. I can get the wife. I don't know if you you heard the part about the wife having the two phones. It's, I'm to the point where I know what's going on, and I don't care. How do you, I deal with anxiety? I got what the name? Power crunch, crunch bar, power punch bar. Punch bar. I got to see about these. Where do you buy this? Do they even have these at my dispensary? Uh, but you can't. Now here's a word of warning here: do not. And I'll play the I'll play the sponsor piece in a minute. Give me a break. Give me a break. Um, checking to see if they have these punch bars. You don't want to do a whole one of these ever. I just you know, not ever unless you're like. I don't know, 400 pounds or something. Even then, that was a mistake. It was like, it's like, wow. It was like, (laughs) it was like a mushroom trip without the, you know, the cramps and all that kind of strychnine poison you get with mushrooms. Um, Power punch, what, what does it even be under? Edibles, right? Tablet uh, drinks mixed with candies, right? Chewable gels. I don't see anything that's got like punch bar. Where can I buy the punch bar? I want the punch bar. If anybody knows where to get the punch bar, punch bar, where to get the punch bar, let me know. 
I'm very interested in that. I just promised that I will never do it the night before coffee with the dog ever again. That's for sure. I promise that. I can take this down. <clears throat> anyway, what's going on in your world besides, besides uh, I don't even know what's going on in my world. Uh, never mind your world. Uh, YouTube, let's Lisa it. What? YouTube, Lisa it asleep. Lee, she yet. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, I am Uncle Joey with the edibles now. No, I am just too gone on the edibles now. I am really, uh, it's been a rough, rough week. Anyway, um, cold coffee might save me. Maybe I'm going to go get a fresh cup of cold, uh, cold coffee. <laughs> cold coffee. <laughs> I'm very high still for days. Uh, <laughs> I'm high for days. <laughs> Um, let me pull that out of there. Thank you very much. Uh, brand, let's go over here. Cold coffee, you know all about it. It's great coffee. Uh, maybe it can, if it can straighten me up, it's got to be the best coffee in America. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Koa Coffee. If you are a coffee connoisseur and want to experience the best coffee Hawaii has to offer, no blend, no compromise, try the true taste of Aloha. Koa Coffee produces premium Hawaiian coffee, hand-picked, expertly roasted, and delivered from Hawaii to your door with aloha. From award-winning 100% Kona coffee grown on the slopes of the Mauna Loa volcano to the unique mocha beans of Maui, they strive to provide their loyal customers with the best quality and freshness. Since 1997, Koa Coffee has been known far and wide as a product of utmost quality, and their awards prove it. Koa Coffee was featured in Forbes' Top 10 Coffees of the World. This is the coffee Forbes called the best coffee in America. Find out what it's all about. Go to minddogtv.com slash coffee. So, yeah, yeah, goodbye, girl. Go get down the beach. Leave me alone here. Leave me alone with my punch bar. I got to look up these punch bars. No, seriously. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I should not <laughs> have ventured into I I held on to it for a week thinking... It could be dangerous. People say, you know, don't. And I wasn't doing anything, not drinking, not smoking at all with the thing. But I thought, well, you know what? People just say eat one and then, you know, wait a while. It's going to hit you. And so I thought, well, we'll eat one. But I guess because there were little squares. <laughs> trying to explain this to him. <laughs> Trying to talk my way out of get detention here. There were little squares, and I guess you should have broke. I should have broke the little squares off and just eaten one of those little squares, not the whole thing. Anyway, hopefully I'll come down by tomorrow or even tonight. I have a show for tonight. So here's what happened today. 
this show probably says something about uh, transforming U.S. intelligence <laughs> uh, approach to war or times in times of uh, untraditional war or something like that. Uh, that wasn't what the show is. This was supposed to be Coffee with a Dog. So I screwed that up, and I can only blame that on the edible. Also, the fact that I've been totally fucking up lately on uh, everything. Uh, those two little things, the, the edibles and, and the fact that I've been totally fucking up on everything. But it's like, I don't know. I just don't care. Do you care? Do you have any give a fucks left? I don't think I do. I've been looking for my give a fucks. I think I'm out of them. Um, so tomorrow, uh, Colin and Jamie are going to be doing a thing and I have to, I have to set that up after this program today. And then I'm supposed to be taking care of a lot of business, business, the business side of this stuff, the stuff that I hate to do, I'm supposed to be doing that today, but I have not slept and I'm still a little, a lot. But if if this was traditional broadcasting, uh, I would lose my life. The FCC would be all over. You can't you can't operate high like that. You can't go in the air high like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, so here I am anyway because it's not uh, um, it's not traditional radio. Anyway, uh, so what is going on in the world? Let's see what's going on in the world. You should check out my, my friend Dion's uh, music, by the way. He's got some really cool music, and I can play in, uh, again for you in a little bit uh, the recorded version of The Light. Uh, not much else. Russia intensifies attacks on Ukrainian cities. Edible. Uh, happy birthday, John Bon Jovi. Sam Elliott is in... Trouble for something he said, which I don't know what he said was all that. <sighs> Contra- I don't think it was, what he said was all that controversial or, or all that outrageous. I mean, God, we're just like getting really, really picky about what people can say now. Um, unfortunately, I guess that, or fortunately, I should say, nobody knows who I am, so I am anonymous. Um, I should sh- I should share that from yesterday. Let's hold on a screenshot from. This is going to be my new motto in life. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Put this down for a second. Where's that screenshot? I want to square. Sh- there we go. Window screenshot. Is that it? Oh no, that ain't it. Hmm. Wrong one. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I'm bad. I know. I'm unprepared and really sloppy. And see, this is what I mean by I, I can't find my give a fuck. Here. Uh, <laughs> Blair Sochi yesterday. Uh, be, so, be so dumb they can't ignore you. See, this is what I've been working on. And I thought... And this is going to be my new model. If, if I don't know if it's her, if it's the original, or she's quoting somebody else here. 
I want I want the rights to this. This should be my I don't know, motto, slogan. My motto slogan. My brand tagline. Be so dumb they can't ignore you. But this is what I, I think you can be so dumb and still be ignored. And I think I'm proving that. I think I prove that daily. Nobody has been, no one has been dumber than I. And yet I'm ignored. I thought I was the dumbest. And still, I'm ignored. But I'm going to keep living as if, as if I can be so dumb they can't ignore me. We'll see how it works out. Stay tuned and see how, come along with me on the ride, if you will. It should be entertaining. <clears throat> <coughs> Cat is, uh, I'm making, see, this is, you have no idea this is my thing. I hold up my life so that people will appreciate their lives. Have you seen, I've seen that, I just got straight for a second here. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the mornings with the dog? I think it's mornings with the dog. I don't know what it's called. Driving a van. This is when I was working as a marketing director for a very small business, 50 people, not even 50, 40 people. And uh, my this is how my day would start. My day would start at 5 a.m. Now, my, my stepdaughter and her then boyfriend, later her husband, and her son were living with us, so my, the grandson, nine years old. And he would wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and not go into his mother's room, but come into my room to see Mimi, his grandmother, and whine at her and wake her up. And she would whine back because she's a whiner, and that's where he got his whining from. So they would whine at each other at 5 o'clock in the morning. And, blah, 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 blah. and it, like, got loud with the whining. And so, and that would continue, and they'd go out and they'd argue the same argument every day about cereal and uh, what it can have and too much sugar and all uh, blah, blah, and whining at this high-pitched thing. And so I don't really have to be to work uh, that early, but I got to get out of the house because I can't sleep with all the yelling and the whining and the whining and the yelling. So I get up, I brush my teeth, and, you know, whatever, get ready, out the door, get into a car. Just and the minute I get into my car, shut, start the engine, and the whining has stopped. It's quiet in the car, and I get on the Long Island Expressway and bumper to bumper traffic for two and a half hours the whole way. And that's the peaceful time of the day. Bumper to bumper traffic, anxiety, high traffic. Get to a marketing job that I just hated. And be part of that for eight hours a day to get back in the car and get two and a half hours back out east on Long Island, on the Long Island Expressway and bumper to bumper traffic the whole way, only to get back in, walk in the front door, and the whining is still going. On. 
the whining is still going on within the walls of the house the whining is ever present so that was the life I was leaving and and, and then I noticed that I have this neighbor across the street it's very rural so across the street is way the fuck over there and he's out mowing his lawn I'm not exaggerating he's out mowing his lawn every day as soon as the sun comes up as soon as the sun comes over the horizon he's out mowing his lawn seven days a week 365 days a year unless there's snow and then he's blowing snow off his lawn every single day, all day, from the time the sun comes up to the time the sun goes down. Always. He's there now. He's mowing his lawn today. He's been doing it for several hours now. And he's always out there, always working on the yard. And the fucking thing is, his yard don't look that great. It doesn't look fabulous. I got this thing. Somebody said to me, there's something inside the house he's trying to avoid. There's something inside the house he's trying to avoid. I got to think about it. He's got whiners like I do. <laughs> he's got the fucking solution. Get the fuck out of the house. Just mow the lawn. Put your ear shields on. Cut <laughs> just mow the lawn every fucking waking moment of your life. So I tell you that story to hopefully make you feel better about your life. And Kat was the first one in this room to actually pick up on my purpose. Congratulations, Kat. Ah. <clears throat> so you're all better than me. Now, uh, does that, how do you, how do you feel? Do you, do you look down on me now? You're all better than me. You all know you're better than me. I, I've kind of gotten naked here, naked to the world on what, um, how I've wasted my life. And so I'm starting to, I'm starting to get back to normal here. The, the edibles finally starting to, to wear off. Thank you for that. Because I was thinking about just thinking about how miserable my life is—that makes me feel better. Uh, so I put out this thing. Uh, what do you win? Um, as a punch bar stand. I got to find out where to buy them anyway. I might as well order a couple. Oh, your punch bar. <laughs> uh, oh boy. I have a feeling I'm going to go off the rails very soon. I do. You kind of, uh, and if you don't have a feeling, punch edibles, the best THC edibles for sale online. Uh, punch bar. Oh, you see, this is what it is. Milk chocolate, a sensible size medicated chocolate bar that really packs a punch. <laughs> yes, it does. I can attest. It really does pack, pack a punch. No, um, and I can buy this stuff online no matter where I am. That's the punch bar. That's the thing that got me. Oh, these things will kill me. How much? <coughs> Excuse me. 
I'm getting all choked up just looking at it. But it doesn't tell you wait, how you buy. Learn more. Learn more. Learn more. Come on. Now available half cookie. Well, buy now. No, that's not what I want. But let's. Three packs. Damn it. I, I'm shopping for. I should show you what these look like. Anyway, um. Yeah, punch bar. You can win a punch bar if you want to win a punch bar. Uh, I'm just trying to f- figure out what the pricing is on these things. Oh, thirty-five to uh, fifty dollars. What? What is? Oh, is it based on how much THC is in it? How much? Ninety milligrams. No, that's not even close. The thing that I had was um, two hundred twenty-five milligrams. Three pack, five pack chocolate. Oh no. No, you want the you want the big daddy of them all. You want the you want the two hundred and twenty, don't you? You do. I think you do. You want the one that's gonna make you go, whoa! I, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I should not get delivered. Oh, in California only. There's got to be a better way, folks. There's got to be a better way. Anyway, I'll get off of here. I get distracted. I'm too easily distracted. What's going on? Uh, Carl says you're still high. Um, Nobody is better than anyone, dog, but uh, have your pity party. It it helps to get it out. A pity party? Is that what I was having? I don't know. Was I having a pity party? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I'm just explaining. Just explaining why uh, why my life, <laughs> why I'm falling apart. Uh, uh, you live for me now? No. No. We all live for you, Carl. Wow. I, wow. We all live for Carl. We all live... No, um, I don't know. I guess Carl's right about one thing. Um, when he said, I, I think the famous words he said were, uh, you're still high. But I'm not that high. I'm not as high as I was this morning when Dion was on. I, I was pretty blitzed. I was pretty much like I was during the potathon in the very... You know, and that this this is kind of what did it for me, to be honest with you. I was thinking about this last night. The Potathon was my undoing. I was on a roll. I was doing very well with the show and keeping um keeping all my ducks in a row. Doing shows on time, making sure the schedule ran very smooth. And then that dopey Potathon. And ever since then I've been like a burnt out. And then the edible thing came right shortly after that. So I've been a burnt out old hippie fuck up. <laughs> For about a month, a little more than a month now. Still have not sent out Joe's guitar. I have to do that this week. Got to get to that. Um, and just really been, you know, fucking up on a lot of things. I apologize for that. Hopefully I'll get better soon. I'll run out of edibles, and looks like I can't buy the punch bars online. Really, they it looks like they only sell them in California. 
That will be very disappointing. I'm going to have to do that just one more time. Just one more time. It's like, listen, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to go full butt butthead on on this whole thing. But um, there are certain things I want to do. Again, life is short. We could have uh, nuclear bombs falling. We could have. Now, seriously, that's a, a legitimate concern. Um, things could really get out of hand pretty bad. So why not get high and do the things you want to do? And there's a couple of things. DMT is still on my bucket list. I have never done DMT. Last night felt like what DMT has been described except it lasted really long and still kind of there. And But the hallucinations were pretty... I didn't know pot could do that to you. THC could do that to you. I did not know that. Wow. Mind-blowing. Are you proud of me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, am I proud of myself? Oh, uh, no, peyote I've done, uh, cats is, uh, DMT is on her bucket list too, and peyote. I've done, uh, peyote. Peyote is another thing like mushrooms. This is why I don't want to do ay ayahuasca either, because the, the getting sick is part of the deal. Yeah, you should stop admitting this. No, uh, don't worry about it. I am here. See, you should know I'm here to deflect from everything. It's all on me. There's nothing you could say that people would say, oh, look, <laughs> look she wants to do this. No, um, here I am. Wow. Uh, so tonight I'm going to have the. Um, Discussion that it talks about up here in the um, description of this program, Transforming U.S. Intelligence. Hopefully I'll be sober by then. I, If I'm not sober by then, we we got a serious problem. I have a serious problem. Hopefully I will be. Um, what, should we start taking bets on that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. I mybookie.com. <laughs> Maybe we should see if we could take uh odds on me being sober by eight PM tonight when I have this other interview to do. Um boy oh boy. Whatever became of me. Now that's a pity party. I'm gonna play uh I'll play Dion's song one more time again. Probably get a copyright strike for this. What the hell? What the hell? Why not, right? Uh, it's four minutes long, I think. No, it's only three minutes long. Let's see if we can do this. Share, blah, 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 blah. Share, not screen. Uh, and let's dance. You want to dance? Let's all dance. Would you like to dance? Let's dance. Would you like to dance? Come on. <laughs> light can keep us in the dark 
Disco, like late 70s, kind of groove to it. Kind of had a little bit of Bill Withers things going on there. Lovely day, lovely day. Um, I took the Xanax once. Uh, I've had edibles like twice, five milligram, and eating the whole kitchen and passing out. Uh, <clears throat> five milligram. That thing, those punch bars are 200. Well, the one I had was 225. The one I was just looking at online, 90. I think I would just be disappointed now with 90 after I had that 225. I'm telling you, that was like a religious experience. I'm starting to feel starting to feel like my spaceship has landed. Anyway, I was writing a lot of good stuff before the alarm crunk thing happened this morning and an hour of torturous 
psychedelic um, surround sound alarms, unattended, helpless, which is why I haven't slept a wink. So, um, thinking about this whole thing, Mikey is convinced everything comes back to aliens with him. <laughs> He's a uh, History Channel guy, ancient alien stuff. And somehow he's got the Ukraine thing, Russia and Ukraine. Are trying to solve something for the aliens that made us all different, put different seeds in different, <laughs> different human humanoids in the evolutionary chain. He has this theory about Europe and Asia, and you know, but all the different races and stuff. But it all goes down to aliens and which aliens are giving which technology. To which races? Bizarre. This is what happens. See, I, all this crazy shit that we see in the world when you don't know what to believe all starts when you have something that calls itself the History Channel. And people buy that thinking they're going to learn history and they hear about ancient aliens. And they hear about swamp people. And they hear about, uh, I don't know, uh, what else is on that channel? Um, but it's just, oh, Oak Island, the curse of Oak Island. All that kind of stuff. I mean, one after another, ice road truckers, whatever. <laughs> That's not history. But they put that out there as history, ancient aliens and stuff. And people like Mikey think he's getting a... Think he's thinks he's getting an education in history. And so now he has this theory that everything, everything is tied back to aliens. Aliens giving us technology to kill each other kill each other. There's, you know, all the weapons of war and stuff. Well what if they <laughs> so kill each other? It, is it just me? It's not just me. I mean the edibles are good, but if the aliens wanted to kill us and they have this technology that can wipe us out, wouldn't they just wipe us out? Why give it to us so we can wipe each other out and now use it on them? Does that make any sense? The aliens, I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, I'm putting this out here. See, I'm starting to get a little bit back to normal. Not all that normal. Like, I never was really all that normal to begin with, but... Question for everybody. Chat room people. I put the phone line up, but anybody want to call about that? Have you ever seen a UFO yourself? Have you ever seen a UFO? We'll start right there. Have you ever seen a UFO for yourself? Or have you only, you know people have, you have, that's different. That's a whole different story. Have you seen one for yourself? If you want to call 1-631-496-6464, we'll talk about your... UFO sighting. Have you ever seen one for yourself? Come on, come on. Let, let me know in the chat room. Have you ever seen it? Uh, I want to know. 
Have you ever seen UFO? No. Uh, what does this say? Cat, uh, of course, somebody said in the chat room here, I'm just trying to keep up with it. Yes, Kel, but you might be able to outdrink us uh, or talk about lightweight. Uh, and she says, yes, I can drink, yes, but I forgot to eat the night before last at my friend's house, mixed too many things. By the time I did eat, I was puking at 4 in the morning. Hmm. Well, that was a little too TMI, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Christina says, I've seen something. I don't know what it is. Well, that's a, a UFO. It's an unidentified. Was it, If it was flying, was it on the ground or was it flying? If it was flying, it's an unidentified UFO, uh, flying object. Uh, now, so you don't know what it was. So, so far, nobody's kind of seen anything that they believe. Do, do you have any inclination that it might be? Alien, Christina, what you saw, do you, do you think, what do you think the odds are? What a possibility on a scale of, you know, the one to ten stuff. One, it's not, it's not possible. It's not alien. It was all from this earth. On ten being, it's definitely alien. Where are we? Sugar <clears throat> uh, Cat says she's been probed, and you now you're gonna have to really stop confessing these things. <laughs> no, that you, the wanting to do DMT. That's one thing people will will forget that the <sighs> probing. People don't let probing go. This is what I've found out, and it's not like I'm King Probe or anything. Um, I just happen to have knowledge of probe, probe sustainability, probe story sustainability, to you know the legacy of probe probiness, uh, probi probiotics. Uh, haven't had a good probing in a long time. Now we're getting into really may. Maybe you need an edible. Uh, sorry for. <laughs> um. So, where was I? Can a uh, senior moment here? What was I talking about? See, oh, the alien stuff. So we haven't really. Uh, I. I. Nobody claiming to see aliens. So. And I think this is the case with most people. A lot of people who are in this UFO stuff in the History Channel and Ancient Aliens and fans of all the stuff and like to talk aliens and stuff, and you ask them, have you actually seen one yourself? I'm not sure. Now, best, we got one out of however many people are in the chat room. There, one person saw something they're not sure. Nobody came out and said, yeah, I definitely saw an alien craft. I'm sure there are people out there, but who are they? You have to question the stories. And when you find out who they are, almost always, you know, Carl's getting, this, Carl's getting angry now. He's like, hey, man, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm not saying it's not happening. And I don't want to, you know, Mike Zinn says I'm a cynic. I'm not a cynic about this stuff. But I just want to see the people who, Travis Walton, I'd love to talk to him. But most of the time, People who claim to have had personal experiences with the stuff. Not all that credible. That's all I'm just going to say about it. 
uh, aliens, no UFOs. Yes, see, that's good. That's a good one. Good answer there. Uh, going back to Christina here, what should say? Uh, when I was a kid, they started building on the old orchard, and the local nutter was freaking out because they're uh, ruining the alien living place. Uh, then about 15 years later, uh, my then BF, that means boyfriend kids, I'm hip, uh, BF, or maybe best friend, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that hip, I'm stupid, that's what I am, not hip, uh, I'm keeping it dumb, I'm being as dumb as I can possibly be, so they can't ignore me, um, a best friend, and I woke up and because of a bright light, ooh, the bright light, as in a flash, but... Uh, Edible still there, but not ending. Uh, we saw loads of people. Wait, come on. We saw loads of people in other windows trying to figure out what it was, but but that's it. Oh, people in houses looking out their windows. Hmm. Okay. All right. So now, but did you feel? Did you feel as if it might be? Martians, <laughs> Venusians, uh, people from another world, another planet, another galaxy, another universe. That's a question. Well, and so, you know, I'm not going to discount that. That's, and again, I'm not discounting any of these things. It's just, and that story, you know, I can tell you, I've had that kind of experience. Definitely have seen things I don't know what they were. Never saw anything I would be willing to say. Because if I'm thinking of, you know, alien craft, alien technology, all that technology to come across the universe, across galaxies, across even a solar system takes a lot of doing. And you're going to get seen just floating out in the sky? I'm not saying they don't exist. The evidence for it just has never really convinced me. And I believe me, I talked to so many of those people. Those people. Ah, <laughs> uh, I said those people like I'm condemning them while looking down, looking down my nose, those people, those UFO crazy people. Uh, oh, so she's, uh, they looked at each other and said maybe the nutter was right. The nutter, I like the nutter. I wonder if that's how the young kids in the neighborhood refer to me. Ah, the old nutter. I don't know, nutter? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm in a better mood today than I was yesterday and the day before. Definitely in a better mood. Not saying it was because of the edibles. It's just... I did have um, a change of heart about... <laughs> Not letting this shit get to me. The high anxiety. Mikey said, oh, we're talking about this, what do you call it? Thermo, well, thermo some kind of bomb. Thermo, th thermo nutter. 
Anyway, it's supposed to vaporize. And that's not funny. <laughs> vaporize people. Um, and they're using this weapon over, over there. And I think, well, that's the way. Isn't that the way we want to go? Get vaporized. Boom, it's over like that. You're gone in an instant. No pain, no suffering. One minute you're talking, you're doing your podcast, and you're just talking about edibles and stupid shit, and the minute, next nanosecond, you're vaporized. You're gone. You, a distant memory. You, not even that. Dust. Vapor. Gone. Back to the ether. Isn't that the way you want to go? I think it is for me. If it's that quick, boom, gone. That's the thing with death. Death should never. <laughs> death, look at me. I'm I'm getting all heavy now. Edibles are doing funny things to this brain. Uh, <laughs> you don't want it to last long. I don't want it to last long. Do you want it to last long? No. I think most people would say. You know, death, when it comes, come quickly. Be be swift. Be efficient. Vaporized. Boom. Just like that. In between syllables. And uh, Gerald Christian says, from today, whichever. Uh, I know this is a bot thing. Can you please somebody explain to me what the benefit for this Gerald Christian to say vum today in this chat room right now? Um, <clears throat> are you getting paid to do that? And is it vum that's paying you or today that is paying you? And how and for what? And what? Honestly, what do you get out of this? I'm talking to a bot like it might answer to me. But somebody's got to know, how. What what is the purpose of this? You see this, we see this kind of behavior all the time. Putting timeout, block user, I guess we can block user. Should I block user? Maybe I shouldn't have. Could, probably could use the numbers whether you count them as a, a view and that puts your SEO up, right? Maybe I shouldn't have blocked them. <sighs> Well, that's that's me, just Mr. Impulsive. Anyway, no more edibles for me for a while, but I am going to find out where to buy uh, the punch bars. I'm starting to feel, I know Carl would say you're still high. He'd be right. <coughs> but I'm less, I'm less oblivious. Obliviated than I was before. Bots drive up page views and interactions. Also, sometimes it's people with multiple accounts. If you put in uh, put it in a browser, it links to a site which has a virus which takes you takes over your machine. Then you're the bot. I'm the bot. I'm the bot. Well, thank you for that. Uh, if I were totally um, sobered up now. I'm sure that would make a lot more sense, but I'm going to have to read it one more time. One more time. If you put 
it in a browser. Oh, Vum today. If you go to Vum, I'll copy and paste it, I guess, and put it in a browser. Oh, you know what? Because nothing comes through as links in the StreamYard dashboard. If people are putting that stuff, I didn't know that was a link. Aha. So that links to a site which has a virus. Ah. So it's a good thing that I blocked that idiot then. You don't want to give him no nasty viruses around here. Could start a pandemic, go around spreading these nasty viruses around. Can't have any more of that. Boy, thank you folks for tolerating me. Uh, but I, I got to say, now that it's time to kind of wrap it up and say goodbye, I am starting to feel, starting to feel a little sober, a little reflective, a little, um, I don't know, wistful. <laughs> I got you tonight. No, I didn't. Vum Today is back again. Oh, kind of block this Vum Today, knucklehead. Uh, that's why they don't allow links in the chat. Okay. What? Well, that one's gone too. All these Vum Todays. Rum today, gun tomorrow. Um, well, thanks for coming today. Uh, I really, I'm. Thanks for putting up with me. Please don't tell anybody about this. Just keep it just between you and me, okay? Um, I know my family. If I had family, would be very disappointed in me. My friends, my real friends. They would expect this. They they would have expect this be expected this behavior long ago. People uh, who know me on a professional level probably don't know what the fuck is going on. I think Matt probably is having a breakdown. He's having his Jack Parr moment. No, that's not what it is. I've just um. I've turned off the GPS on my give a fucks. I can't find them. Well, I hope there's. I hope we've all learned something here today, and uh, <laughs> whatever the hell that might be, uh, I'm not really sure. But I do hope that we did learn something. Uh, I hope. You feel like you're a better person for having spent some time with me today. I know I feel like I'm a better person for having spent some time with you folks today. You make my world a um, better place just by being here. Are you with me? Then always remember to...
listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.